my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. We're going to talk about why webinars are still a moneymaker in 2023. So webinars, people might think it's outdated. It's when you get people to come, maybe 50 people or 100 people to register and they'll come watch you talk about a subject or maybe you do a partner webinar with somebody and it's like, well, you know, that's outdated tactic doesn't work as well. And we're here to tell you we've got some data around how webinars still crush it in 2023, even after we've come through the pandemic. I know only from my own business and I know from clients as well, but those are actually the only two. We have quite a bit of clients that actually still do webinars. But when I look at my own business, NP Digital, we're at agency. We do two webinars a month. Webinars drive some of our best leads, but they had to be super specific. So for example, Eric, we just did a webinar on paid ads and how AI is affecting paid ads. One of our lowest attended webinars, one of the best lead quality leads that we ever got, not just in quality, but sheer numbers. Now, when I mean sheer numbers, I'm talking about qualified leads. When we do a webinar on SEO hacks for 2023 and beyond, we'll get more leads than anything but the lead quality isn't the same. So we disqualify most of them because they don't have the budgets. But when we do something very specific, like you know something on Google Analytics uh, 4 and a cookie-less world, or when we do stuff on uh, AI and paid advertising and how to you know adapt with all the changes that are happening, 
we end up getting the most qualified leads and quantity of those leads when we get very specific and we focus on enterprise based topics. What I would say here is that, so we do two a month as well. And let me ask you this, are these two internal for you, Neil, or are you also including your partner webinars as well? Uh, we do two a month total. So we don't do too many partner ones. We mainly just do them with ourselves. We Got tried it. doing a lot of partner webinars. We found that they don't work too well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's two perspectives here to look at, right? So Neil, your email list is what, a million people now? Something like that, 1.4. Okay. And how many people would actually register for your webinars? Thousands and thousands and thousands. Okay. So you probably have like a couple hundred people at least show up, right? Uh, I think almost every webinar has at least over a thousand or two. Okay. There you go. So it's a lot of people, right? So Neil's got the list there. So our list is not a million, right? Our list is more like 30,000 or so. And so what we do is we do hit our list, but we also do partner webinars too. And so some lists might have a hundred thousand people, 150,000 people. We did the last one that we did, we, we partnered up with a clear scope. And I, I think there was like, I think at 150, 200 people or so that showed up, which is pretty decent. Right. But point is we got leads from that one, right? I think we got like three or four, which is a good conversion rate on that. And I don't know what your conversion rate looks like yours on, on a thousand people or so. So I'm going to assume it's like roughly the same thing. So on a thousand people or so, maybe he gets 20. That's what I have to assume, but we'll see. 20 leads or 20 customers? Leads. Like oh, people leads. filling out a form and saying, Hey, I want your help. Well, to register for a webinar, we're collecting all that data as well. Oh, I know your sales team is hitting them up. That's the other thing. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. forgot to mention this. Our sales team hits them up after after the webinar and say, hey, da, 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 right? It's the same outreach that I yeah. use from the conference. Yeah, we do the same thing. We do outreach for all the people after the webinar. We look for the people who raise their hand during the webinar. And we ask people during the webinar to also fill out lead forms as well. And the reason we do that is we know if people fill them out multiple times, they're much more likely to be a customer for us. And who's managing all the follow-up afterwards? Your sales team? Assuming it's a mixture between marketing and sales. Okay, got and it. Marketing so, creates the automation sequences. Sales actually does the conversations. Got it. So marketing sets the ball, sales spikes it. So our point here is this, right? Like in B2B, it works. Even if you're selling courses, it works. In a lot of cases, it works, but also it also depends on your audience. It depends on what you're selling to. Like if you're selling a consumer product, a webinar might not make sense. You might just get the point across in like a 60 second TikTok video. So you just have to understand your audience. But for us, what we're seeing over and over is that this is still working. Even if you don't have an audience right now, you can still drive traffic to one. And I've seen that work well for people that don't have a list or don't have an audience to begin with. So Take it for what it is, because at the end of the day, with a webinar, if you're going for 60 minutes plus, you're actually building a relationship. Just like you, those of you that are listening to this podcast a long time, you feel like you might know Neil and I, because you've probably, some people have listened to, I've, I've seen them say they listen to all 2,500 plus episodes, which is crazy to me. That's crazy. And do you do Q&A at the end of your webinars? We do. Yeah, we do as well. We find it builds great relationships with potential customers. And a lot of the people who ask questions tend to become customers over time. So here's a question for you. Are you, because we're both the dancing monkeys at our respective companies, are you mainly doing the webinars or are you having no. a team? Yeah, there you go. Team does majority of the talking. I don't. Yeah. So you, oh, so you show your face in the beginning. No, I show my face throughout the webinar and I have different slides. So if we have a hundred slides, which we really don't, but let's yep. say if we have 60 slides and there's three speakers, we may divvy it up 20, 20, 20, but we'll do it random. It's not like I'll take the first 20, then someone takes the next 20. It, it may be split where I do the first five, someone does the next five and next person. It's not always even numbers like that, but you get the point. 
Got it. So that's like a collaboration. I, I have to assume because I've seen how you do your slides now that you're collaborating with your marketing team. They might have ideas sometimes and you'd be like, sounds good or I'm not willing to do it. It's ty- that type of deal, right? No. Webinars, I see the slide the morning of the webinar. Okay, there you go. So it's what they want to do on your end. <laughs> yeah, but I already know the content like the back of my hand. So it's yeah. not like it's going to throw me off guard. It's I know all the content. Just I am able to just talk on it. Cool. So hopefully this gives everyone some perspective here on how we're both doing it. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to this pod. It helps us grow. And by the way, the event is coming up in a couple of days now, 8, 7 uh, to the 9th in Beverly Hills. You can hang out with Neil, myself. We're going to be talking about AI. We're going to be talking about programmatic SEO. We're going to be talking about deal terms. We're going to be talking about how one friend grew his company to eight figures with zero employees and a lot more. You can go to levelingup.com slash founders to register and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.